It's Divas That Care Radio. Stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. Hello to all. Welcome to Divas That Care Network. I am Joyce Benning, and I will be your host for this invigorating, robust lifestyle show. I would first like to thank each one of our listeners who have tuned in live to listen to this interview, and I would also like to thank the ones that will be listening on the podcast, as I am just so very grateful for each and every one of you. And you are all in for a real special guest tonight, as I have with me my returning monthly diva, Kate Nelligan, and her and I are going to speak about empowerment and horses. Oh my, this is going to be good. So, Kate, could you please introduce yourself to our listeners today? Sure, yeah, as always, thanks for having me, Joyce. You are so welcome. So I am an equine-partnered life and business coach, an animal communicator, speaker, and author. And essentially what I do is partner horses and humans together in personal and professional growth and transformation. And I have been certified in equine experiential education and have my own certification as well called Awakening with Equines. Oh, wow. Wow. You wear a lot of different hats, Kate, in all different aspects of with the horses and helping people. That is that is incredible. I love it. <laughs> well, as our title is tonight, Empowerment and Horses, how would you like to tell the listeners empowerment really about what First of all, kind of explain where that comes into what empowerment really is. Yeah, so I feel like it's such a timely topic right now with everything that's going on. There's there's a lot of emotions and a lot of change and a lot of upheaval in the world. And I love the word empower. Um, I find when I coach women, they don't love talking about the word power because I think traditionally we've seen a lot of power over dynamics and, you know, certainly the horses are very powerful beings in their size and in their muscle and, and bone structure. Um, but we can use the word empower, which is really to have the power within, which is really what true power is about, the power within, which is the authentic self and the higher self and the heart and uh, the intuition, which is all the within qualities, to feel our own sense of personal power. And to me, what that means is the ability to choose, conscious choice, right? Whether it's something Mm -hmm. we choose what we're eating, what career we have in the world, um, what relationships we stay or leave, all of it is really about feeling the empowerment that we have a lot of um, personal responsibility and choice. Um, we can respond rather than react. And I think of it as one of the high-level emotional intelligence skills, and I find that horses are so great at teaching it, which we'll talk about, and women really, and all of us, really could benefit from more of it. Oh, Oh, how how true that is. And I love 
how you started with its power within, its heart connection, its listening to your intuition, and being conscious of all of that. Oh, how true that is. And to respond rather than react. And so many times I feel, even in my personal self, the ego gets in the way and then you react. But if you listen to your heart and your intuition and respond rather than react to it, it's amazing what the differences can be. So, oh, I loved how you explained that. That was beautiful. (laughs) Thanks, yeah. And I find we all need it right now because of what's going on. So, Oh, definitely. There's so many emotions and changes happening that, yes, we definitely do. Well, how in what you work with, with individuals and how the horses come in and help. How do horses help people to help us with that empowerment and to make them realize about the power is within? How do the horses come into play with this? Yeah, so essentially the way I look at horses is because of their size and uh, the fact that they are prey animals, there's a lot just by greeting a horse that people start to deal with. I've seen people afraid of them and not wanting to go near them because they have some fear of power. I've seen people face that fear and touch a horse or connect with a horse and realize that just because this being has a lot of power doesn't mean it's going to misuse it. And Mm -hmm. so that automatically becomes a game changer where they realize that just having a lot of power doesn't mean that we need to misuse it or um, use it against another. And I think what they realize from the horses being prey animals and being in a herd environment is that they find a lot of power living in the present moment, living in their bodies. And so we can really adopt the same, which is how do we become embodied with all of the different things we're going through and Mm -hmm. how does that then lead to empowerment, right? Because when we know ourselves, we can make more conscious choices, right? And that's where I think even just greeting a horse and getting in touch with that is really impactful, um, and, and very humbling for a lot of people because usually humans are larger than most animals, right, unless you go meet an elephant or um, <laughs> a lion or, you know, um, a giraffe, which is you'd have to really mostly go to Africa, I think, now for all of that, um, or you're at a zoo. But it's like, you know, to be up close and personal with something that is, you know, 1,000 pounds plus is really potent for people to get humbled, to become and realize they have to be in the moment just to keep themselves safe and to become really aware and really present with what's going on because the horse is living in that moment and we have to meet them there if we really want to have a connection. Uh-huh. Oh, yes. I I experience that all the time, especially with my horses. They're always about telling me, live in the moment as my gray horse said on another podcast you and I did, No Tomorrow, Only Today. And it's living in that moment and grasping a hold and being thankful. I think thankful and gratitude can kind of come into that too because the horses live in the moment. They're they're happy with what is happening in the moment like that. And if more of us humans could look around and be thankful and grateful for what's in the moment, I think it it could help 
even empower us because I mean I'm I'm all about nature and the animals and just being out with them just helps to empower me and feel the power within and yes a horse yes they are such large animals but they have such kind hearts and can be so loving and helpful so yeah I that was some of the things that came to mind when you were talking about that on how the horses help us with empowerment in my own personal life. (laughs) Yeah. And they're not afraid of their size and their power. They (laughs) are very clear with their boundaries, which is a form of personal power when we can be clear with our boundaries. And uh, they take care of their basic needs first, right? So they're Mm -hmm. not necessarily going to serve humanity at their own expense um, the way humans can. And so, There's just a lot there with, you know, this big, incredibly strong being that is very powerful, but also is gentle and kind and clear, right? So all of, again, these emotional intelligence skills or soft skills, if we were to call them that, is, you know, something we can really learn and be um, presented with just by meeting them, by interacting with them on the ground, you know, not necessarily jumping on their backs and, going into a form of power over certainly horses you know many horses love to be ridden and it's fun to ride them and you can form great connection that way uh but there is an element of power over a second we put a bit in or put a saddle on or especially if we were to go to the level of spurs or anything else but really to be at liberty just breathing with them where they have free choice to walk away you know it really it mm-hmm. helps people's have this new paradigm shift of what it's like to a just to be and to have choice um and to feel i know so many people when the horses choose to be with them they are really inspired by that and excited by that and moved by that it can be very emotional because this big incredible powerful being um is really present and really connected to them and wanting to stay even when they have choice so I just mm-hmm. I love the equine partnered coaching work because we do very different things with horses than just traditional equestrians are based around. And certainly I grew up in that world of competing and riding and all of that. Uh, but this is just such a different space to be with horses and to be with ourselves, really, and to see what comes forward. So I love talking to uh, all different types of individuals about what's coming up around their own sense of power. A lot of times people don't even want to ask a horse for anything because they don't, they feel like they don't want to force, right? So mm-hmm. immediately I see forms of respect coming forward too and people saying, well, I don't, I don't want to hurt or I don't want to, you know, they automatically are trying to create a safe space for the horse um, and also for themselves. I watch people also you know, have caution in meeting these animals, which is smart, right? Because they can be dangerous, not intentionally, right? But Mm -hmm. um, so it is, it's just really neat to see. It's neat to see people uh, understand what's going on with the horse and with themselves. And then we talk about it, right? We work through it and we process it and have really conscious conversation around what does power mean in your life? What does it mean in your relationships? What might it mean at work? Right. Right. Oh, that is a beautiful way to put it. And and when you talked about letting the horses be at liberty and letting them come to you because they want to spend time with you. And I, I experienced that so much with my horses. I mean, one of them, he, he's always ready to spend the time and be loved on. And 
the other one, he's like, when I want to love on you, I'll be there for you. And they're just, it's just such a rewarding feeling for me to have them horses be at liberty and yet want to spend the time with me in the in the moment is what it is because they're in that moment. So, yeah, that that is beautiful. I love that. And I know you have done some different um, groups on working with empowerment and horses. You even did a younger group like a Girl Scout group. You've done corporate groups. You've done all different ages. How do you feel that uh, the different ages maybe relate to this empowerment and horses and working together? Yeah, I think it's so interesting because we, last week even, just I did both a corporate group and a Girl Scouts group. And Uh it's so interesting because the Girl Scouts come and they're, you know, 7 to 11 years old, right? And they are just getting Mm -hmm. them present because they're running around and excited and all of that, getting them to (laughs) slow down and to breathe. It was really neat to watch because we asked at the end, what did you all notice? And it was we noticed that we're not as afraid, right? We noticed that we could approach a horse or we can because we actually painted on them, you know, again, with a horse having choice. Um, so they really mm-hmm. were stepping into this form of connection and creativity. But there was a lot there where it was I'm going to be empowered to choose the colors and the paint I want, what I want to create, having this huge canvas of, of being with a horse and, and really also when the horse would walk away, they were like, I can't get the horse to stay. And it's like, no, it's not about that. It's not about your will over their will. It's really about can you get back to the horse choosing into the relationship and choosing into connection and standing still with you. What do you need to do for a horse to stand still? When we say at liberty, we mean without, you know, being tied to a lead rope or any form of tack, right? So mm-hmm. it's getting the kids to actually realize that how they manage their energy, shape their energy, and shift their energy, that that will also then impact the horse, right, who's very right. energy aware, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. very energy intelligent. So it's really been fun to watch the kids and, and to see how they move, um, you know, maybe from some nervousness energy or even excitability to presence and slowing down and staying connected. And then their experience of how that is a way that they can release fear. And they love how calm the animals are. I hear that a lot, especially about my animals, how calm they are, Um, which really helps us get calm, right? And especially Mm -hmm. when there's chaos or change in the world, being calm is a really incredible asset (laughs) that we can choose into when we feel empowered, right? So um, the other is like when you have a corporate group and you have men and and women and they work together and they are working on self-acknowledgement and acknowledging others, what was really incredible to see was like what judgment got surfaced. Um, self-judgment and you know again that's an ego voice I'm not good enough or I wish I was more this or more that and and to really realize that their team actually saw them differently than they saw themselves was amazing right so it it shifted their thinking to realize oh I can choose more empowering thoughts which is I'm doing the best I can I Mm -hmm. am you know continually learning 
Um, I only have a certain amount of hours in the day. There's only one of me, right? So we don't step into over-responsibility in this hustle and bustle of corporate America. So there's a lot of different pieces based on the exercises we do with the horses that enlighten and, you know, showcase where there is uh, work to be done, right, in terms of self-improvement and or where there are places to really acknowledge ourselves for where, how far we have come and what we, ha- what we are doing at work. And I did a celebration exercise to start them off, and they just loved it. And most, like a lot of them were emotional, and it was really beautiful to see because, you know, and the horses were right there supporting them, sometimes very viscerally, mm-hmm. the horse standing behind uh-huh. someone and allowing that person to lean back into the horse. I mean, it was really cool to see. Oh, awesome. Oh, that would have been beautiful. Oh, that both groups would have been beautiful to see because I love how you started with the Girl Scouts. It helped them to overcome the fear because, yes, horses are big animals and some of the younger kids are afraid of them as well as adults fear them. And so when they the horse can help overcome that fear to me it starts kind of a chain reaction to help overcome other fears that are in their life because you start to unlock one of those chains or one of those depths and you start to unlock more and more because you finally realize you can let go of that fear and it's beautiful how you just described how the horses helped with that fear and the empower to choose. And even like with the older group, the rewording of statements, it's amazing how you can just change a whole attitude just by rewording something rather than putting yourself down. Look at the positive part of it. And to me, horses are always looking in. They're in the moment and they're looking more into the positive because they're they are they are there for you, and that would have been beautiful to see people lean into them and just really, really feel the emotions, letting some of the emotions go that they have bottled up inside of them, and how the horses can help release all that. Wow, what an experience you you got to have with the two different age groups like that. I think that would be incredible. <laughs> Yeah, and that people always say, like, who would benefit from this work? And I, you know, my answer is everyone, as long as you're not terrified of horses, because that would really push someone outside of their extreme comfort zone and or Mm -hmm. allergic to them. Um, But for the most part, like, you know, I don't work with disabled or veterans or really a lot of at-risk youth, but those are incredible groups for this. Um, I know mm-hmm. folks wanting to do groups to support ca- cancer patients or uh, caretakers of those going through, you know, terminal disease and, and uh, challenges, right? And so there's right. so much. But for me, I used to live in corporate America, and I had that whole lifestyle of go, 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 where I was a human doing, not a human being. And so the horses really helped repattern my um, myself, really, 
So that way it, I was very task-focused and I became much more relationship-focused having partnered with the horses over over time. And I also was a Girl Scout. <laughs> and, I, you know, my mom was leader and I was really one of those little girls that wanted to always be around horses for as long as I can remember. I started riding when I was 10 and I, I went to the summer camps with horses and all of that. And so for me it was really just so beautiful to here I am 30 something years later right and working mm-hmm. with these kiddos and realizing how incredible it is for them to have positive experience with horses so that they can have that as they get older um, and also you know learn these qualities because right now like girls and women need more empowerment and we have mm-hmm. to find it from again within because you know society may dictate certain things for us but we still have our own inner resources and that's really where our power comes from is that space so it was just really fun for me in one week to have that the two just because um, I started actually doing empowerment groups for women in 2009 when I graduated with my master's in spiritual psychology without the horses, and I did a lot of exercises back then. So it's just so fun, you know, to have, like, both my younger self and my old corporate self um, really <laughs> be there alongside my current self, right, doing these workshops. And I think that's what's so neat sometimes when we serve is we're, we're serving others, but we're also always really serving ourselves and um, and even the parts of us that maybe we needed more support along, you know, the years growing mm-hmm. up or the years I had in corporate, but I didn't have that support. So now I'm just grateful to be giving it back and, and receiving it at the same time. Oh, wow. Oh, that is so awesome because it sounds to me like you kind of saw yourself when you were doing the Girl Scouts and then when you were doing the corporate because you'd lived in both worlds. So it was very easy to relate and then how the horses came in to help you yourself to to kind of heal from everything and to be able to yes. come to the point where you are today to help others to heal. Oh, that's, yes, how incredible they are. <laughs> yeah, well, it's interesting. The horses are bringing through a really interesting message right now that the, for specifically the listeners, which is to listen and that listening is a form of empowerment, right? And so mm-hmm, for me, mm-hmm. it was like to turn it back these corporate leaders and say, well, what would you do? Or how would you solve this? Or what did you notice? Which is what I do as a coach. It empowers them to find their own answers, right? And I'm just listening to see if I can reflect something back to them that would have importance or significance. And it's the same with the girls. Like, And I watch these troop leaders who are incredible really pull from within the from these girls, like, what did you experience? Can you stay? Can you not run and stay present? You know, like, what is it that you can do? And, like, my goats aren't necessarily the best with kids, and I work with them too, but they really got down on the ground immediately and listened to their body awareness and, like, were quiet and they didn't chase. And, like, it was so neat, right, because we're learning in this kinesthetic way. But I feel like mm-hmm. what the equines the are saying is listening is a form of empowerment, listening to ourselves and listening to each other. Right. Oh, yes. I agree with you, especially listening to our own inst- intuition. I think that is so incredible because it's, it's 
it's such a small voice. It's not something that's screaming and hollering at you like sometimes you feel the world is. It's that small voice inside of you that if we could tune in more and listen to that intuition, and I I agree with you, that's where the horses can come in and help to just teach you to listen more and just listen to your heart and your intuition like you said in the very beginning because power does come from within and I think that is such a beautiful way to describe it. I love that. <laughs> yeah. Well, what other belief systems other than like I'm listening that we just talked about do you feel to kind of leave with our listeners that they need to remember and to keep active, to stay empowered. Yeah, the first is that we always, no matter what is taken from us in this kind of 3D reality or world, we still have the power of how we respond to something. And I love Victor Frankl's work, um, Man's Search for Meaning, when he talks about his experience, you know, during the Holocaust when he saw the worst of everything and he still had the the inner awareness to choose whether he was going to be really upset and disturbed and angry and, you know, and let it depress him or if he was going to just stay present and not really let it impact him on a, on a really, you know, on a level that took him out, he needed to stay really conscious. And so that, mm-hmm. that alone, if he can do it, we can do it. Right. If the horse right. can go from, a big spook or a big fear to resetting, we can do it. So the first is a belief system that we have inner resources, we have intuition, we can always go to that power to choose. What is it that I would like to choose? I have a very short personal story about this recently where I was able to track myself over the course of a day where, you know, some news got announced, I got really triggered, I posted my upset, and then within 30 minutes realized I didn't need to spread that upset and re-edited it. And then I went to, oh, my gosh, you know, like there's fear and anger here, and I was aware of them. But then I went to, okay, let me edit that again. And then I went to, okay, what really do I have the power? When I listened to my intuition, I heard, oh, this new rule is temporary. But then I also went to, okay, what can I do, which is let me teach, let me take this as a teachable moment and share how I work with my own consciousness around my own anger because we all get angry and we all get triggered. Right. To say that we won't is means that we're enlightened or we're not alive. So, you know, that's mm-hmm. mastery level. Um, how often we get triggered changes when we raise in consciousness and reawaken and how long we stay triggered also changes. And both of those things are things I work on with people in coaching around empowerment. But for me, by the end of the day, I was so much more peaceful. Well, I also went out in nature and picked flowers and did all of that. But I realized I had to shift from spreading anger to really sharing a teaching that works for me. And what I got truly from that choice was there's a beautiful quote by, I believe it's um, Eleanor Roosevelt. She has mm-hmm. awesome quotes. She has the, you know, do one thing every day that you're afraid of. She has that one. And the one that I love, and by the way, you'll learn empowerment by facing your fear big time, um, which is why I love when people come if they're afraid of the horses and they face that. But I, but the quote was, it's better to light a candle than to curse the darkness right and that Mm -hmm. is what empowerment is about there's always going to be things that we can be upset about there's always going to be drivers 
that are difficult drivers when we're driving, you know, um, potentially difficult people around us or in our lives. We don't always have control of who we're around, right? But we mm-hmm. do have control or influence over how we respond or react to them. And that's right. where empowerment comes in, which is I'm going to – I have all these tools inside of me. And my whole thing is teaching people the tools, but I have all these tools inside of me to really light a candle, be go back to my mm-hmm. inner light rather than cursing mm-hmm. all the darkness because there is darkness right now on the planet, and we just have a choice. Do we anger and be the light? and focus on that and help people through the shadow or do we just let the darkness consume us? And what does that mean if we do? Right. Right. Yes. Oh yes. So true. So beautifully said too, because that is so very true. We can let that inner light shine and it will outshine the darkness. So, or we can stay in the darkness and be upset. And yeah, the light is always, the light is the beautiful answer to stay in the light. So, oh, that was great, Kate. I love that. Well, Kate, I'm I know these list, the a lot of the listeners are going to resonate with what you have said. What is the best way that they can connect with you when they say I want to connect with Kate and learn more about what she's doing and how she can help me become more empowered? What are what is the best way to connect with you, Kate? Yeah, definitely. There's ways you can, all my social links are on my website, which is Kate Nelligan, and it's N-E-L-I-G-A-N. That is where all my social links are, and you can, you know, fill out a form or, you know, email me through that. So that's probably the best way. I'm on all the social platforms as well. Um, And the ghosts also want to leave you with a message that is around empowerment, which I love, which is the belief system that you've goat, right? And running that, (laughs) I've goat this, I can do this, I've goat my own back. Um, I find that people, that alone is a great one, right? Like we can do hard Uh things and we're going to potentially as as humanity go through some hard things. So we can remember I've goat this. Oh, I love that. That is beautiful. Oh, Kate. Kate, thank you so much for all this wisdom you have shared with our listeners today. It has just been incredible. I want to thank you so much for being on Robust Lifestyles today. Thank you. You are so welcome. And I want to thank all of our listeners for listening to this amazing interview with our incredible diva, Kate Nelligan. And please tune in again at the end of this month, where we will be having Kate on again to share more of her knowledge and wisdom. Share this show with all your family and friends and check out all the other hosts and their shows on divasthatcare.com. Remember, have a fantastic day, and remember, power comes within, and what Kate said, I goat this. So give your animals a great big extra hug, share all your love with them, and be kind to all. And until we connect on robust lifestyles, stay strong and healthy. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course on divasthatcare.com where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.